Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. Today, guys, we're going to talk about speaking things into existence, man, and what that means. You know, so I started on this journey where I wanted to write a book. So I ended up writing my book, right? So I got my first book done. And so the folks who are on the podcast, you you know, you can't see me holding my book. The guys on YouTube, you can't. So the first book, guys, Can You Love Me? A Memoir and a Tribute. Basically, it's a story about me, right? It's my story. Um, that's why it's called a memoir and a tribute. It's a tribute because uh, it's a tribute to my mother because she was a single parent, strong woman, you know, raised me, you know, as a single parent for 13 years until she married my stepfather. But um, yeah, man, I, you know, I'm a big hip hop fan. You guys know that. And so hip hop kind of different things in hip hop kind of helped raise me, right? Kind, You know, they kind of helped mold me. So I look at like, you know, Scarface has never seen a man cry, right? I never understood why I never saw a man cry really until I listened to Scarface's song. It, it all started to make sense, you know? You grew up in the South. You grew up with tough guys around you. Your grandfather's tough. You know, your uncles are tough, you know? So you never see them cry unless something gets totally wrong. I never saw my grandfather cry a day in my life until, oh, I take that back. I seen him cry twice in my life. One time was because of me which is in the book um, and how I was treated. And another time was uh, when I had to leave Shreveport, Louisiana and go to Texas. So, but other than that, never saw him cry, but he was like, like the man's man, the most, I mean, he was a man's man. Right. But in saying that guys, hip hop, hip hop is totally infused in this book. So each chapter of this book, each chapter, each chapter of this book is, um, a hip hop song that kind of represents that time in my life. And then um, each sub chapter is also a song. So it totals up between the chapters and the sub chapters. There's seven chapters and, uh, you know, like 25 sub chapters. So 32 songs in total. So those songs kind of make up the soundtrack to my life and I have it, you know, you know, like at the end of the book. So different songs were, were great uh, that kind of fit my, my book. And the title of my book, Can You Love Me?, is a song by one of my favorite artists of all time, and it's Mac from No Limit Records, who's currently locked up right now. But the song was called Can You Love Me off the World War III album. One of my favorite songs. I play it a lot. I mean, my family gets tired of me playing it. I love the song. You know, it's just the lyrics are so real. And also Mac had a song called Father's Day that was on the same album. And I put it in the book, too. It's uh, I think it's chapter six or chapter four, one of the two. But anyways, Father's Day is another song in this book. And so, you know, Max one of my favorite artists. So he's locked up. And I was, you know, talking things over with my brother, Jay. And uh, I was like, man, I, I want to get this book to Mac. But he's locked up. So I went to Max fan page, hit him up on Facebook, hit him up on his on his um, on his Internet, on his uh, his Web page. And his mother emailed me back. Literally, like I just had to start at like 1030 at night. I emailed uh, his fan page at like 1030 that night. And his his mom hit me back 15 minutes later. And was like, here's his JPay information. If you guys don't know about JPay and you, you got homeboy that's locked up and 
You don't know about Jay Perry, then you really don't got no homeboys. <laughs> you ain't a homeboy to your homeboys, right? So, you know, I know about Jay Perry. I had a couple of homeboys that was locked up and I used to, you know, like send some send some commentary to him through Jay Perry. But his mother gave me his Jay Perry information. And so I wrote him and um basically told him how much his music inspired me and how much I thought that his 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 music kind of brought out the best of me when I was writing this book. And I told him that the title of the book is basically, you know, um, named after one of his songs and a chapter of mine is named to one of his songs too. And so about three or four weeks later, I get a call and it's from a 504 number from New Orleans. And I didn't know who it was. I thought it was like my homeboy cash. Cause I talked to him a lot. And, you know, sometimes he changed his phone number, but um, I was like, man, who is this? And, I didn't get a chance to answer the phone, so I heard the voicemail, and I said, it can't be my boy, because he never leaves voicemail, so he just texts me, and it's Mac's wife, and she calls and goes, yo, my husband uh, got your email, he totally loved it, he wanted me to call you immediately, but it was just so late, I didn't want to call you, so late, so she called me like the next morning, and I called her that afternoon to, you know, like to talk to her, and she was happy that I called. I was so happy that, you know, like I could talk to her. And she told me how Mac was inspired by the message I sent him about how he inspired me. And I was just like, oh, man, this is Mac, right? It's one of my favorite guys, you know, like when it comes to rapping. He is like the Nas of the whole state of Louisiana. You know, Soldier Slim was like our Pac. But Mac is like our Nas. He's like the most lyrical guy from the from the region, from the state. You know what I'm saying? So it was awesome to hear that. So we talked. She sent me his information so that I can send him some books. So I ended up sending Mac like 10 books. And so lo and behold, that was like wintertime, guys. It had to have been like January, like December, January. But lo and behold, guys, I get this email um, from JPay. And I was like, it's got to be Mac because nobody else that I know is locked up anymore. It's, it's, it's got to be him. But I was like, who? got locked up because he, you know, like, of course, wouldn't email me. So I opened up the email and it's Mac. And he said, Nicholas, the book was brilliant, brother. And I was like, what? That was Mac. So, you know, I email him back and I tell him, hey, man, appreciate it. Love it, man. Like, you don't understand how much that means to me coming from you. You know what I'm saying? So talk to him about that and, you know, told him my, my plans to make this a book. I mean, I'm sorry, make this a movie. <laughs> it's already a book. All right. So he emailed me back and was like, man, I can't wait to see it, man. It was an awesome book. I felt like I was from your city. I know some of my homeboys who are who are locked up with me that are from Shreveport. And, you know, it made me feel like I was them for a little bit. And your book brought pretty much brought some emotion out. And I loved it. Man, do you know how do you know how excited I was? To, to have like one of my rap idols email me. That was Mac, man. The camouflage assassin, man. You know, Shell Shock, World War III, one of my favorite artists of all time. You know, so man, speak things into existence. I made this book because I wanted it to get into the hands of people that I wanted to get into the hands of. Like I want this to get into the hands of Mac. I want him to be able to read this and understand that, you know, your music touches people. I want this to get the Master P one day to understand that, hey man, your music touched me. Hey, Bum B, I want him to get this book. With him being a professor at Rice University, maybe he can use this book to, you know, teach uh, things in his class. Who knows? But hip hop is infused in it. I want Talib Kweli to get this book. 
I want most depth to get this book. I want the game to get this book. You know what I'm saying? I want Jay-Z to get this book. He's I, I want Beanie Siegel. I want Nas to get this book. I mean, I want Cormega to get this book. One of my favorites also. So yeah, I want the diplomats to get this book. They're in the book. I want MC8, who is amazing. I want Scarface to get this book, man. Like, this is, I want the Dove Shack. <laughs> I want Warren G. I want Snoop to get, I want Dre to get this book. But yeah, man, it's just, it was amazing for, for, to actually get that email from Mac, man. I was, I was ecstatic. So speak things into existence, man. Like I, I wanted this to get out there. I wanted this to get to the masses. The book ended up reaching five time number one on Amazon. Um, you know, so three time um, bestseller, new release, and two time bestseller in a category. So five time number one bestseller. I, I, <laughs> I couldn't be more ecstatic. But to get that information on top of that, so I am writing the movie script for this guys, and I'm about halfway done with it. I gave myself a day to like June to get this done, like mid June, but it'll probably take me to August or so. But man, it's coming along so great. And I can't wait to share with you guys. And I hope somebody picks this up, man. I, not hopes. Somebody's going to pick this book. Somebody's going to pick this movie up. I can't wait for somebody to pick this up so I can share the story with you guys, man. I always feel like, um, I feel like our stories, and when I say our stories, you know, the black youth, um, my culture, you know, we don't really do a good job of putting our stuff on paper so that people can actually make stories out of this. Well, I want to make a story out of this. So that's my whole thing is to make a story out of this. So hopefully this, uh, this works out great, man. And it's, it's, it's going to work out great. And I can't wait to share with you guys, man. So on that note, guys, let's take a small commercial break and I'll see you on the other end. All right, guys, we're back. So we talked about my first book, man. Can you love me? A memoir and a tribute, five time number one bestseller on Amazon, guys. Um, my second book, which I'm sorry, podcast folks, you can't see the book, but if you go to the podcast, you go to Nino's Corner uh, on YouTube, you can catch all the podcasts too on YouTube. But the second book, I'm holding up, guys. Uh, so it's it's Battles Blueprint: Five Self Battles to Defeat for Success by none other than me, and. In my first book, I had like these battles blueprints, which are kind of things that I've learned throughout the way from people around me. Um, you know, I used to work with, well, not used to, I still work with a bunch of high ranking officials in the military. You know, you guys know I'm at Fruity Military. Um, so I'm in the Air Force. So I work with two star and three star, and I've worked with four star generals. So just taking some of the things that I've learned from them and also colonels and lieutenant colonels and some of the best leaders I've seen were at the major level. You know, so just a quick story. One of my favorite leaders that I ever had was the guy's name is Colonel Frazier now, but at the time he was Major Frazier, Major Chop Frazier. What a hell of a leader he was, man. Um, first person to believe in me. And some of the things that he would tell me is are still ingrained and instilled in me today. So some of those sayings that, 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 that I use, I've kind of learned from him and like other people that have, that have helped me lead some of the generals that I've worked for, uh, some of the, CEOs, uh, some Fortune 500 companies or, or, or VPs, you know, like when you come talk to them or, or they come talk to you and you brief them and they give you like some knowledge, uh, you know, other people just in different fields that are just amazing at what they do. Um, and not just about leadership, but just about work in general. So I was able to um, make a lot of music when I was in California. And so this is, you know, like a quick story, but my homeboy Cash, 
he uh he came out and actually stayed with me for like a month in LA and we're doing a lot of music. So uh one of his really good friends is Chuck English from the Cool Kids. So I was able to be in the studio with Chuck English for a while. And so when you see somebody who's that successful at their craft and is able to uh you can see how they how they formulate what they do. You can take that and translate that to any field. It doesn't have to be music. It could be the books that we have here, right? It could be anything. But when you see, see like the dedication that those guys who are professionals at their job do, it's truly amazing. I went to school at you know Texas, so you know I was the football player's RA, so um, which is a resident assistant. So basically, I was like the like the dorm guy, but we were all cool. I was a frat boy. They were football players. We're all doing the same thing. So, you know, we had a great understanding that I'm never going to penalize them for for anything crazy. Like none of my guys got in trouble, but I was a cool RA. But I was able to see how much work they put into themselves to be great. And so you can translate that to any field. So, yeah, you know, I've been blessed to be around a, a bunch of people who are very successful and you know, I love to see that and and I love to take some of the things that I have learned from them and I input them into my first book as Battles Blueprints within the Can You Love Me book. So I stripped out those Battles Blueprints, made a separate book and kind of expanded upon, um, you know, all the things that I've seen and done using using these blueprints. And so it's picked up very well. The first book I had, like I told you guys, went five times number one. Um, on Amazon. This one went seven time number one. So I was even more ecstatic. I sold a bunch of copies. Uh, retail stores have picked this up. Um, schools have picked this up. I've, I've sold over 50 or so to schools on, on one set, another 25 to another school. I just had a, a friend of mine who I'm helping her do some work. She, she purchased 25 copies to hand out when she goes out to do some speaking engagements and talk to students. Um, I mean, I've... I've done very well with this book. So um, I, I appreciate everybody who has bought the book, but I, I'm just more appreciative that knowledge is getting into other people's hands um, and things that I've learned. Like if I have done something that has perhaps uh, set me back, let's say like a, a week or two or a month or two months on something. If I can put some, you know, you know, some light into a situation uh, to to help somebody uh, uh, not make the same mistakes that I did, and it's on paper, then it's great, right? So, you know, that's what that's for. It's just, it's just helping people and, and letting people know that you don't have to uh, do things a certain way to be successful. There's so many ways that you can do things to be a, a, a successful person. Um, so, yeah, both books, guys, are on audiobooks, so I know a lot of people don't like to read anymore. I'm the same way. I love to listen to audiobooks while I'm driving. It's so calming. It's so soothing. So both of these books are on audiobook. Um, the first book, Can You Love Me, was done by a good friend of mine, Drama Simpson. Um, he really did that with the book. I didn't want to audio, like, I didn't want to do the audio text myself because I am so busy. I like I didn't have time, but drama's voice was perfect for the book. And I can see him possibly like actually narrating this book for me uh, when I make it a movie. So not only did I you know, hire him to do the book for the narration, but I can definitely see him helping me with the movie, man. So drama, you the dude, man. Um, and uh, Philip Batley, um, he's from the UK. He did the, you know, like the narration for the second book. So, I mean, things are 
both of them came out really well, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm just ecstatic about it. But I have a third book coming out, and it's going to be coming out here in the next month, um, probably the next two or three weeks. But I'm not going to split the beans on this one. This is like a very personal book, but you guys are going to love it. Um, this one's going to be something that's going to help a lot of people, I think. And I don't want to split the beans on it, but it's going to be good. So I will give you more information on that when it comes along. But, uh, man, thank you guys for the support, man. I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, the Mac story, guys, awesome. I'm so happy to have touched Mac through my text. Like, he's touched me through his words when when he raps. So, I mean, that was a, a great feeling. And the second book, guys, the, you know, like the Battle Sport Print book, man, it's, it's touched a bunch of people's lives. And I've had a, a bunch of people tell me that they really enjoyed the book and they were able to glean some some success from this. And, I mean, that's that's all you want, man. You just want to help save lives, right? And if I can help save a kid's life who didn't um, have the opportunity to have uh, uh, texts like this in front of them when they were growing up, then that's what it's here for, man. So I appreciate you guys for listening to me today, man. Kind of a heartfelt. I didn't want to get into sports or politics today or anything like that. Um, you know, I just kind of wanted to speak from the heart, man. So we all can, you know, just come together and do some great things, man. So. On that note, guys, you know, guys, you know how I always end it. You see the do you on the shirt, man. Podcast guys, you know, you can't see the do you, but go to YouTube and look up in this corner. Do you guys, D, don't be afraid to fail. Oh, I'll grow your environment. You understand your brilliance, man. Understand your brilliance. Everybody's great at something. So on that note, guys, I am out. Nino's Corner is out. I love you guys. Salute. We'll talk again tomorrow. And I'm at the...